Welcome to Off the Clock Conversations with Lily and Lauren. I'm Lily. And I'm Lauren. We are two therapists here to share some hopefully helpful insights into therapy, life, and everything in between. On today's episode, we'll be talking about avoidance, the function of it, when it's good, and when it's bad. We've been told, for legal purposes, we need to remind all viewers and listeners that these are only conversations that are happening off the clock and for knowledge and entertainment purposes only. If you're in need of therapy and psychological services, we, or someone we'd know, would be happy to meet with you on the clock. Why, hello, Lauren. Welcome back. Should I do my regular doctor voice? Yes, my intro, I need it now. Hello, Lord, Dr. Lauren Bokikio, scientist. Hello, Lily. How was your week? My week was was fairly okay, mediocre, problematic, you know, all the above. How was yours? Mine was filled with holiday parties and marketing events and a lot of social moments that caused me a lot of shame. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I was supposed to attend one of those with you. Yeah, actually, can we talk about me double fisting into (laughs) two whiskey drinks in hand, walking into a mental health marketing event? Yes. (laughs) Hey, listen, downstairs, it was at this bar in Culver City, and I'm waiting for Adrian and expecting you to show up. Whatever. Um, And so, like, I was like, okay, I'll order some drinks. And I'll just wait. And there are three holiday parties happening in that same exact bar. So I'm like trying to find which one we're at. And they're like, one's a tech company. And they're trying to be like, oh my God. So do you need social media marketing? And I'm like, oh my God. I actually do, but not today. We're not doing this. Yeah, I'm, I'm not here. I'm not here for a pitch. <laughs> no, not today. And then I walk in and I'm like, are you guys the mental health? holiday party and the woman's like yes and I'm literally standing there yes with two whiskey shots in my <laughs> of course <laughs> nothing says welcome to a holiday party <laughs> Lily with two, double fisting I'm here to talk about the type of therapy I provide <laughs> <laughs> and where was I <laughs> where were you I was in between sessions looking at my phone has a notification pop up It'll take you 22 minutes to get to the holiday party. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the inspiration for this episode on avoidance because I wasn't intentionally avoiding, definitely wasn't avoiding you, but mm-hmm. was I subconsciously avoiding interacting with other humans? I think you were subconsciously avoiding a mental health holiday party yes. slash marketing event. Yes. Tell us why were you avoiding because networking, marketing has to be the bane of my existence. I, I just can't. I know. I don't enjoy it. It's not fun. And I have to perform. And I don't like doing that. Listen, I get it, actually. I really do. In the beginning, because I think now we, well, in the past, we had to do networking yeah. and marketing for the companies we worked for. Mm-hmm. But it was easier to just be with your group of employees and employers and just sit there. 
now it's like you actually have to network to bring in people. Yeah. And so in the beginning when I had to like go out there, it's awkward. So awkward. You like walk into a room with a bunch of people you don't know mm-hmm. and you just literally have to throw yourself into a conversation and it's everyone's like, okay, who are you? <laughs> like, why are you? It's socially so uncomfortable. So I get why you wanted to avoid. Yeah. I don't understand why you actually give in to the avoidance. You know, I didn't realize I was actually giving into it until I got that notification. But I, the reason why I say it's subconscious is because I was like planning on going. And so all week I was like, oh, Wednesday, you just have to move that one client so you can go to this party. Mm -hmm. And then I don't know what happened to my brain. It just completely left. And then I didn't remember again until I got the notification on my phone and sheepishly texted you like you were going to have forgotten too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> so that holiday party. <laughs> if it helps, I did put your name out there for you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I didn't deserve that, but yes. I think you deserve it. I understood it. And I think that's a great topic to talk about today. Avoid yes. Yes, because sometimes, you know, there are these times when avoidance shows up for you and you like did it on purpose, right? I knew what I was doing. And then there are these other times where you're like, oh, I must have part of me didn't make this happen. And it's because I put it out of my mind whenever it entered into it. Yeah. And so maybe I should back up for a sec. What is avoidance? Avoidance. So let's see. Avoidance is the intentional or not intentional action of not facing something that makes you feel uncomfortable or perceive it to go in a direction that you don't, you think it's going to go. Beautiful. I got an A plus. When is it a positive thing to avoid? Like when is it healthy, effective coping to avoid? So this is my favorite thing. So I love effective avoidance. I call it cue elimination in sessions, right? I'm just getting rid of something that's not good. And so I always ask my clients, I'm like, is there anyone from high school that if you saw in a supermarket, you wouldn't want to talk to? Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, everyone's been to high school. So yes, everyone, no one has ever said, no, I loved, I loved my high school experience. <laughs> or maybe it's just my office. So Everyone will say, yeah, there's someone I wouldn't want to talk to. Yeah. And I'm like, well, have you talked to them since high school? Usually no, unless things have gone awry. Yeah. And that's effective avoidance, right? So that person that you don't want to talk to, you haven't talked to for a reason. Mm -hmm. And so I'm effectively avoiding that person. There are foods you probably effectively avoid. You have allergies. You don't want to have certain foods. I agree. Exactly. There are probably places. Mm-hmm. There are humans, places, maybe animals. There are lots of things that we just don't engage with. So, like, if I run into a big white bear, I shouldn't just go up and give it a hug? You know what? I don't think so. <laughs> then again, I don't know your skill set outside of therapy. No, that's so. true, true. If you have a big white bear skill set, you rock that out. I don't. I don't think I do. I, I don't want to test it out. I think I'm going <laughs> to avoid that bear. Yes. Yeah. For the sake of my own survival, I would like to avoid that bear. Yeah. But here's, here's the thing. As like talking about high school, because I actually 
I don't think there's a single human being from my high school that I speak to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm pretty sure because I graduated in 2004, so 2024 is going to be our 20 year mm-hmm. anniversary reunion. And I, I don't know because I don't talk to anyone. But if I was invited, yep, to that high school reunion. Mm-hmm. Do we think it would be effective for me to avoid or to go? Well, here's the question. Do you want to? No. Yeah, that's going to be, I think it's probably fairly effective then. Is there anything to be gained from going? Honestly, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't want to go because I haven't talked to them and I haven't talked to anyone from high school. Like I'll say like 10 years, maybe. Yeah. But I'm probably like, yeah, I haven't talked to anyone from high school for like 10 years. So I don't have an interest in knowing how they're doing. Yeah. So that like, I don't know if it's going to be a bad thing or a good thing. But I did have a friend that was like, you know, why wouldn't you go? Mm -hmm. Like, what's what's going to happen? That's a good point. So sometimes it's on the fence, right? Like you could definitely make an argument like maybe... It'll renew some relationships. You'll have a great time. You'll get to know people. You'll learn about what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And so it could be good. And so it's not a clear yes or no for me. Yeah. I just said no because I, if someone invited me to my high school reunion, I would say hard pass because the thought of spending time in my hometown near those people sounds horrible. Sorry to everyone we went to high school with, but hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing great. Um, it's <laughs> She's all the best. not you. It's definitely me. It's definitely me. I, I, and that's the thing. Like thinking about it, I will say thinking about it, going to my high school reunion, tightness in my chest. Yes. Right, and like this, like, ooh, kind of feeling going up and down, and I'm like, I'll avoid. Yeah. Avoid. Like it really is avoided. So, and we can't, what I always tell clients when we're in this kind of predicament, I'm like pros and cons. Yes. You use the pros and cons, pros and cons of going pros and cons of not mm-hmm. going. And then when you keep like kind of going back and forth on do those two different perceptions of going and not going and the pros of it and the cons of it and kind of going back and forth, you'll kind of get an understanding. It doesn't kind of matter. Yeah which route you take. But when is it unhealthy avoidance? So that's when, does it get in the way of your goals? Mm -hmm. That's when I ask those questions. Is it getting in the way of your goals? Is it something that you actually want? Is it making your life harder in some way? Mm -hmm. Because there are some times when avoidance is maybe that same event, maybe it is a high school reunion, but you really wanted to go for many years. You want to see somebody. And your body's still having a reaction as if you were in high school, right? You're still having that kind of tightness in your chest, that discomfort, and you know it's something that you want in the long term. So that's when we start to make different decisions. Mm -hmm. It's just hard because, of course, we get it. And I'm sure there are many other times. Like, when else would it be misaligned with your goals to avoid something? So that's actually, because I, I work with adolescents. Yeah. And there are many adolescents that avoid going to school. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, like the parents are very frustrated because we all know school is actually very important, right? Yes. It's, it's important not only for learning social skills and, and of course, sometimes that like not nice social things happen like bullying um, mm-hmm. or 
people saying that you're pregnant for a year and a half because you said no to dating the person and you just decided to go spread the rumor. Or he actually told the whole school you were a lesbian, which that I never understood why it was an insult. I was like, okay. This almost sounds like it's something that's happened. Yeah, those, those <laughs> things like, what? Now you know why I don't want to go to my high school reunion. <laughs> I agree. I also would not want to go. First of all, the lesbian part, I remember people were like, oh my god this is 2004 so i was like oh my god that is a lesbian and i remember i'd be like i don't understand why that's a bad thing like why why is being a lesbian an insult can you please help me understand that logic 2004 was a weird time it really was it really was and then when they talked about me being pregnant for a year and a half people would come up to me and ask to carry my backpack and like because I was like, you do realize pregnancy is only nine months. That's like, it's not a year and a half long. I don't know what you guys think I'm giving birth to. High school's rough, man. Yeah, now I'm starting to question the education. <laughs> I went to a private school. No, wouldn't recommend it as an education. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I feel like they should have known it was they nine months. They should have known. But I will say, like, middle school, high school, it's it's healthy for social skills learning. These things happen, which also teach you social yes. skills learning. Um, it's also healthy for education, and we all need an education to survive in this society. And adolescents don't want to go to school, sometimes because of the overwhelming feeling of failing, the education yes. part, and sometimes the scared anxiety of the social part. So they avoid school. Mm -hmm. So every time when they come in, I'm like, that's unhealthy avoiding. Yes. Why is it unhealthy? Well, it's something that they need to do probably to get to the next stage of their lives. Mm -hmm. If they don't go to school, there's probably repercussions. Yeah. I'm sure it's not going to be like, chill, you don't have to come. Mm -mm. I'm sure there's going to be discord with parents and it's not going to solve the problem. No. Because if the goal is to get a high school degree, then you're going to have to go. If the goal is to go to college, you're going to have to go. The goal is to have friends. Yeah, you're going to have to go. Yeah. The other thing I always tell them is, listen, the more you learn to avoid the thing that scares you, and there's there's a possible truth to it, right? You mm -hmm. might actually fail your class. You might actually get yeah. into an interaction with someone socially. Like these things are going to happen because it's just part of growing up and part of school. Yes. Right. And the more you avoid, the more you're taking away from your ability to gain confidence in yourself that you can handle situations. Yes. That's why over the course of time, it gets harder and harder to confront the thing that you've been avoiding. Mm -hmm. So if you didn't avoid coming to the marketing event last night, guess what you would have gained? Probably one of those whiskeys you were carrying and, <laughs> and I would have learned that I can do it. And that's the, that's the thing sometimes. And the funniest thing is the reason that I reconnected with you is because I went to one of those marketing things. That's true. Actually. I was so happy to see you. I know. And it was one of those moments where I was like, if I hadn't come, I would have missed out on something. And so it's interesting because sometimes you don't know what you're going to lose or gain mm -hmm. by doing things. And sometimes you do know, yeah. and you know that maybe there's something that's going to be hard in it for you when you confront it. Yeah, maybe you're failing a class and you have to deal with the repercussions. 
And the only way out oftentimes is through. That's something that Alina used to say all the time, our old supervisor. And I think about that a lot when we're in situations that are really uncomfortable. When I was, I was doing, I primarily do trauma therapy now. And during deep COVID, I was doing trauma therapy at home on Zoom and I had my AirPods in. Mm -hmm. And so I'm doing the trauma therapy session. I'm leading someone through an imaginal exposure. So this is the most intense part of the trauma therapy session. My headphones, I think, are connected to my computer. Turns out they're connected to my phone. So all of a sudden, middle of the imaginal, someone's going through their actual trauma. And my phone, Siri, helps and says, Sarah says, suck wiener. And I, and of course it announces it through the whole session because somehow my phone and computer were also, were connected to the AirPods. And of course, yeah. And my sister calls me wiener. I don't know why I'd have to ask her. I I love you, man. Good job. I don't think it's a compliment. I don't think, yeah. It's loving. It comes from love. It comes from love, but also mocking. So, and I'm like, how do I get out of this? There's no way out, right? I. What do you think my urge was? Run away. Run away, shut the computer, decide, change shame. careers. Full shame. Full, Full shame. shame. And I was like, where do I even start? Do I start with the fact that someone just called me wiener? Or do I start with the fact that I just interrupted your trauma session? I don't know. At the most say. intense moment. At the most you. intense <laughs> moment. And that was the moment where I was like, there's no way out. Like, I can't just be like, okay, bye. I'm going to move to a different country. There were no flights out. <laughs> it was COVID. Yeah, I was stuck. You were stuck. Well, how did you handle it? Oh, I luckily my client thought it was very funny. That's good. <laughs> Everything happens for a reason. Yes. And we all learned a valuable lesson. Um, yes, so I... I just, I, I just called it what it was. Wow. I had no idea. It was all those things that you didn't realize could happen because I didn't do telehealth really beforehand. Uh And then you figure out in the moment. So we talked about it. It didn't ruin the trauma therapy. All was well, but there are those moments where you can just completely understand why somebody would never want to do something again. It happens all the time. Has it ever happened to you? Like, I always tell clients, because there are moments where they're like, oh, my God, I did X, Y, and Z, like, six months ago or a year ago Mm -hmm. or even, like, a long, long time ago. And you're, like, laying in bed, and then suddenly you feel the whole, like, experience of shame and avoidance, and you're just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. Oh, my God, why would I do that? What was wrong with me? And you go through, and you just want to avoid yourself. Like you're literally laying there yeah, and you just want to avoid yourself. I feel called out. (laughs) Yeah, no, I definitely, all the time, something comes to mind. It's like an old memory and all of a sudden you're back in the moment, Mm -hmm. which is like, there's a function of that. Why would your body do that? So I actually, it's a good question, scientist. Uh, (laughs) because I've always actually wondered I will say I don't know if I have the answer to it but I have an hypothesis I have an Mm -hmm. idea because one when you're laying there and you're bored your brain smartest and dumbest organ it's my favorite thing Mm -hmm. to say and the most annoying thing because when it's bored yeah guess what it likes to do 
bring up random yeah situations random fears about the past or the yeah. future or whatever never wants to stay present because it's bored the present mm-hmm. moment is boring yeah who wants to be in this moment so as i'm laying there and i'm like a very introspection kind of introspective kind yeah. of person so if that comes it's like oh my god you need to learn how to be a better version of yourself because mm-hmm. you remember this and i'm like oh my god oh my god i remember that oh my god i'm so sorry it's <laughs> such a bad situation and every single time I'm I'm like I have to breathe and I have to say, you know what, Lily, it's okay. We can be embarrassed. We yeah. can feel ashamed. It's part of the learning. You don't need to avoid this image or whatever. You don't need to avoid this experience. You mm-hmm. don't need to run away from it. It's okay. You're learning how to be a better person and in the future we're not gonna do this. Because we don't want to. We're gonna try our best to not do it. So to regulate myself and not run away from yeah. myself. Because my automatic reaction, by the way, just to go on a tangent of not answering your question and go more tangential into it, I literally will get up and I'm like, where's my phone? Where's my phone? Like, I just, I get, I go, okay, what should I do? Where should I go? What did I have to be like, bro, like, chill. Yeah. But you start to get activated. Yeah. And it makes you want to do something. Mm-hmm. And when I think about, so... The, my hypothesis is always that we start to rethink about things, bring up old memories, because there was a time where you always had to be vigilant. Mm. And from like from that perspective, from a survival perspective, I would want to remind myself of those things in the moment. So I would keep running from a bear, even if I didn't see it, it would keep me on the go. Mm. And that's what a lot of these memories are doing. But we don't need that now. Yeah. You know, we have Facebook to give us all the information we need about the mistakes we've made. Literally in my memory yes. section. Sometimes I'm very wise. Sometimes I'm, I do not know what you were thinking about that. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, that felt like appropriate to <laughs> share with a broad audience. <laughs> you really thought that was. And then the funny thing is I still do share some things where I look back at my own story on Instagram. I'm like, what were you thinking three hours ago when you posted this? Yeah. <laughs> when you're out of the moment, it really starts to haunt you. And I think that's the most important part of realizing our patterns is like, yes, we have these things that we would like to continue to avoid and they give us information about the past, the present. Sometimes they don't have any utility. Like mm-hmm. that time I farted in third grade in front of Liam, my crush, like that, I don't really need to be thinking about that still. I don't think it's going to impact me. Liam, I hope you're doing great wherever you are. Um, it's not that helpful. No, it's not. But here's the thing. How? What skills do you use? Like if we're talking about skill sets too, because it actually happens sometimes, I've experienced it, where there's like a situation in a session that happens. Mm-hmm. And then there's a part of me that wants to avoid the next session with oh, that yeah. specific person. Mm-hmm. And like as a therapist, of course, my skill set is to bring myself back to you can use everything that comes up and you take advantage of it. Also being genuine and honest about whatever it is, like opposite Mm -hmm. to emotion action is the skill that I kind of lean towards, right? What skill do you use with avoidance in regards to like, um, let's say in that moment when you want to avoid yourself, what's the best skill to use? I usually say stop. Like the stop skill, the Mm -hmm. stop what you're doing, observe what's going on 
take a breath, observe what's going on, and then proceed mindfully. I usually need to like to stop for a second in order to regroup and figure out what's the best course of action. And I think it's usually outside of that moment that you're able to get perspective on how important it is yeah. in like the bigger picture of your life. And there are a lot of times that thoughts come into your mind and they don't really matter. Yeah. And so we want to start to pull back a little bit and really kind of examine, is this important? And so I would say I stop and then I check the facts. Mm, I like that. Because for me, what I recommend is stop and then mindfulness of thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Taking notice of the different thoughts and just seeing them as just different like stimuli thoughts. coming from your brain. Yeah. And because and, it's the same idea because it's like in that moment, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Right. So it's like, okay, so if it doesn't really matter and, and I like checking the facts because checking in the facts is like a change based skill, mm -hmm. which I really like change based skills. And then mindfulness of thoughts is an acceptance based skill. Yes. It's like, just don't attach to it. Mm -hmm. Don't like take it on and make it a part of you. Just watch it. Just watch it come and go breathe through it and just kind of let it pass. And it always passes. Now, if for the adolescents, um, that, want to avoid school or for the adults that like because this happens we have a emotional outburst or a bad day at work and we do things that's against our values yes where others will judge us or have mm -hmm. an idea of like judgment or about us and we want to avoid work yep what skill i think opposite to emotion action, mm -hmm. right? So being able to identify the behavior that's not aligned with your, with your emotion. And so with anxiety or shame, avoidance is a typical action urge. And in situations where there's a real threat or a real threat of losing your community, that's an effective course of action. But if only that threat is your ego or, you know, discomfort discomfort then we want to pull through it and so we want to identify what is the course of action is it confronting the person confronting the situation bringing yourself to work I've definitely had that like with that client I was like still even though we had talked about it in session I was so afraid it was going to happen yeah and so I obviously turned off my phone <laughs> for future sessions and like put it in a different room. So there was some- um, The different room was yeah. necessary. It just, off wasn't enough and I no, had to go. No, <laughs> I didn't know if it could secretly turn back on. As we've discussed, I'm not that good with phones. I don't trust me. So I was like, this has to go somewhere else. The only other room is the bathroom because it was a studio. So Imagine if Charles walked into the bathroom and just turned it on. It was like, babe. I feel like he's used to it by now. He's just like, okay, that's just how that cookie crumbles. Yeah. <laughs> so being able to pull yourself back, bring yourself back to the situation and stay in it long enough for the emotion to change. Yeah. And that's the heart of emotion, opposite to emotion action. And the key with the opposite to emotion action is you can't half-ass it. Mm -hmm. If I'm in session, but thinking about this client must think I'm a real weirdo I feel like I need to explain why I'm called weenie. Like if I did that the whole time, I wouldn't really be engaging in the session yeah. and I wouldn't have a different experience. That's true. If, and also that half going back and forth 
starts affecting the way you communicate and then yes. the other person all they see is in mm-hmm. like not being genuine yeah that's all they see they don't really understand that you're going back and forth they see they feel a lack of genuineness which then they're going to translate it as oh she's just trying to cover it up or she's just trying to do all of this rather than going all the way in with mm-hmm. the opposite action and just letting it all out and being genuine with it yes exactly and I think that's the core of the skill is being able to go all the way Yeah. because anything else you're going to end up not getting the benefit from it. Mm-hmm. The, the skill I always, it is opposites emotion action avoidance for me, the number one skill I, I suggest is opposites emotion action and opposite action all the way. I will say helping people that avoid discomfort. Because that's Mm -hmm. a lot of the adolescents that I I work with a lot is them avoiding discomfort. Yes. Not having the skill set to tolerate the discomfort. Yes. So in those moments, I'm always like, listen, you are going to feel uncomfortable. So so your opposite to emotion action isn't supposed to make you feel better. Mm -hmm. It's actually going to push you to feel uncomfortable in your body. Your, Your chest is going to start like tightening Mm -hmm. your muscles are going to feel very tense you might actually shake like a chihuahua if you're one that gets emotionally dysregulated to the point where your body starts shaking you might start shaking like a chihuahua totally okay you use the tip skills pace breathing oxygen Mm -hmm. is the number one thing that helps you don't need to smoke weed you don't need to smoke cigarettes you don't need to smoke anything but oxygen Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's Mm -hmm. literally the action of smoking and then paired muscle relaxation and opposite action in all the way. You got to push yourself. Yes. Because so, if we don't, we'll just end up in the same situation. Over and over again. Yes. And at the other end, the last thing is you start understanding. It adds to your belief and confidence about yourself. Because mm-hmm. you start learning, like, I can deal with things that I want to avoid. And it's always going to work out. Yes. And that's the building mastery mm-hmm. in this practice is starting to do this in situations over and over again that you establish that confidence. So the next holiday party, are you going to establish a confidence build mastery and show up? I better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, time is up. Happy Thursday. Hope you guys enjoyed avoidance. Yes. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.